It seems just like yesterday, but Lynn was reminding us two years ago that we sent these guys out to start uh, Solent Vineyard. As we mentioned, even last week, one of the values in the vineyard movement is kind of church planting. So it was great to actually have that talk last week and then have, we actually do it. It's an example here. And uh, so I'm just going to pray for Lynn as she just comes and shares. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, God, I just thank you for what Lynn carries, Lord. Lord, I thank you the uh, kind of the apostolic, the evangelical, evangelistic heart, Lord, that she has. And Lord, I pray you just anoint her words as she comes to speak right now, Lord. Give her the right words to say, Lord. And Lord, may she not just come, Lord, with words, but as it says in the Bible, with demonstration of your power, Lord. The reality, Lord, that you are a God who's at work now, in this place, in this time. Amen. Thank you. Good morning. It is so good to be here. So many lovely faces and um, thank you for the welcome and just so lovely to see you. Um, And uh, me and James are saying yesterday, we are genuinely really thankful for the prayers that have been prayed, the support that's given, Nigel and Joe, um, Kate and Paul, our prayer support people, the amount of texts I send them. I'm surprised they've got any time to pray for anyone else. (laughs) They're very supportive as well as so many others of you. And um, before I say anything else, I just... I just so feel the difference the intercessors make, both for us, but for whatever you're praying for, every prayer makes a difference, and be encouraged. It's, we stand with the prayers of others, and um, we're just so, so grateful for that. And I'm here to talk about healing and miracles, um, but I think this might be God, so I need to go with it. I keep feeling it's a day of salvation. And I want to start with that, that if there's anyone here who feels slightly outside of this, almost see a pond where there's fish in the pond, as it were, but they're a fish kind of outside, and they want to be in. And I'd love to pray for that now, and then I'll give an opportunity, everyone will have their eyes shut, but you can put your hand up if that is for you today. And it may be that you've um, never actually prayed that prayer, and there's uncertainty whether you for yourself are in right relationship with Jesus, whether you know him for yourself. Your parents may, someone else might, but do you today know Jesus? Or it might be that you have known him, and you just feel like you've just... You just know you're distant, you've gone your own way, and you want to come back. Um, And I I think this might be God. So um, if it's okay, I'm going to say a prayer. Um, I tend to say quite a simple prayer, but it's a prayer of declaration. It's, thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross. It will be something like this. Um, Thank you that you rose again. I'm sorry for doing life my way, and I turn to you, Jesus, and please come into my heart. And um, It just feels so important that you know you're part of the church family and you know Jesus. So I'd love to start with that, if that's okay. So if everyone would just um, close their eyes, and you can be saying in your own hearts, but really, if this is for you, say it to Jesus. He hears our words, so. Yeah, Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross. I thank you that you rose again. I thank you for that power, Lord Jesus, that you give us. Please come into my heart by the power of your Holy Spirit. I'm sorry for where I've done things wrong. Please forgive me. And Holy Spirit, come into my heart today that you will be Lord of my life and I'll follow you every day of my life. In Jesus' name. And um, 
it, I know it takes risk, but it'd be good if you pray that prayer for the first time or um, feel like you're coming back to Jesus. It'd be good to just put your hand up so we can know about that. Um, oh, and do tell someone today. I just, it was almost like for me, I was like, I can't move on. I need to do that. So um, if that's you, please uh, show it. Definitely get prayer later. Um, but we're, salvation, it's so important, isn't it? We can talk about all this other stuff, but it's about you knowing you're in right relationship with Jesus. So healing the sick. So why do we do it? And um, part of it is we give our yes to Jesus. Um, and we're invited to do what he does. Um, and it's pretty phenomenal. It's like, oh my goodness, we get to actually do this stuff. The, we invite God, the universe, who cares for each and every one of us into these situations. And invite him to make the change in people's lives. It's um, part of knowing we're loved and we get to love others with the love he's given us. Um, and it is available to all of us. But I was feeling, even coming here today, I just felt that thing that for some, we just want to acknowledge that you may dread another talk on healing. And you've heard the five-step healing model, and you don't really want to hear it again. That's a model we use in the vineyard. Um, and I just want to say God sees the cost sometimes, especially if you're um, dealing with long-term pain or you've prayed for something you haven't seen, that sometimes there is a cost, but Jesus sees the cost. And I felt, especially for you, it's almost like a banqueting table put out in front of you, and you're the honored guest at the table because some of this is hard. And yet it's the reality of what we live in, that we live with. Sometimes God comes and heals, and sometimes we don't see all that we hope for. And we know that's definitely our story. And we want to share some stories and just share where we're at, some of the stories of where we've seen some stuff and where we haven't. Um, but I just, I was really aware of acknowledging that before we go on, really. And um, Kevin, in the pre-meeting um, to this, just had these verses, Psalm 126, Verse five: Those who sow with tears will reap with um, will reap with songs of joy. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with them. And I almost felt that was part of our story, and I feel it might be others that some of this is painful. And yet we meet Jesus in it. And then he sometimes says these incredible things and we get the joy of both experiencing ourselves and getting it to bring its people around us. It really is available to all of us. Um, and this sits very comfortably with Vineyard um, values. John Wimber did a lot of teaching on this. And this is something we've learned and been kind of trained in that anyone really can pray for healing um, and see the miraculous. Uh, quite a famous quote from John Wimber's, when do we get to do this stuff? It's in the Bible. The disciples are doing it. We're commissioned to do it. When do we actually get to do it? And in Matthew 10, verses 7 to 8, whoever's on the slides, I'm really sorry. I quite like to jump around, so you may be jumping around with me this morning. But as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And so we get, he took this very literally, as we do, that we actually get to do this stuff. Um, again, a bit of a quote from him is, pray for a thousand. And the context of this was, he'd done some teaching, someone had prayed for someone, and they came back to him and said, it didn't work. And he said, well, pray for a thousand, and then we'll chat. And again, the reality is, with people who seem to be seeing more healings, more stuff happen... The background is a lot of people being prayed for, and I, I, I feel that's with us. There's a lot of people being prayed for. Um, and the other vineyard value that we're hearing a bit more recently by Jordan Sung um, 
is the life, it's actually the life of try, that we get to try. And so we come sometimes feeling like we've got loads to give, sometimes we don't. And yet the deal is we get to try and we leave the results with Jesus. But it is mind-blowing that the God of the universe loves and adores us. Our love isn't dependent on this. We are loved. But then he invites us to bring his good news and to point to him and change the lives of people around us with his good news, with his light, his peace, his joy, his presence, but also healings and the miraculous. Just phenomenal. And all we have to do is say, yes, let me try. So... um, We are, however, me and James, I felt for this term, especially kind of living in the now and the not yet. And so some of the stories we'll show where, like I said, where we're really seeing stuff, sometimes we're not seeing so much. But one thing we're really noticing, and again, really grateful for the prayers of this, is that we are seeing some long-term promises fulfilled. So I'm um, now working as a chaplain at the General Hospital in Southampton as an honorary chaplain. but this kind of, I felt God kind of, well, I wanted to do this over 20 years ago. And so I'd go and ask and they'd say no, or it'd just be very, it just wasn't really, the door wasn't open. Um, but then September last year, I went again and asked, and there was a Muslim manager there, and him and the Anglican uh, chaplains have basically opened the door wide. So quite phenomenally, I wander around the hospital, get given my list of patients, um, both for those who are Christians, those who aren't, and I get to ask them um, how they're doing and if they'd like prayer. And so a couple of the stories are coming from this. Um, but uh, obviously confidentiality, I, I very much take seriously um, the environment I'm in. We really need to protect the people we're seeing. But in that area, we're seeing promises fulfilled. Um, another area is over 20 years ago, uh, we did here to go church planting. Um, and 20 years later, well, two years ago, we got actually sent out. And the third one is over 16 years ago or something, we felt that we were to meet at the university and the church we were in at the time. And again, door shut. They didn't want a church on site. And uh, my pastor at the time actually asked, and um, it, was, it was huge amounts of money to even be able to hire rooms. And it, it was just a closed door. Um, but last year, we've started meeting at the university with the first church on site. We're in the student union there. And we get to worship on site. And so one thing that I'm acknowledging, if anyone needs prayers for almost those long-term things where it's been stuck, it's almost, I almost see it like spiritual babies that have just been a long-term in the pregnancy. We, we want to see these babies born. And honestly, some of that's been quite painful, but we are, me and James are seeing, we're, we're living this out now, that we're seeing stuff happen that we, we thought about years ago. And, and I felt that was something that we were to bring today, that there, there is that hope that if there's these lingering vision and promises over your life, let's, let's stand with you, let's pray for you, let's, let's see these things come into being. But yeah, at the university, um, uh, sorry, at the hospital, um, one chap we went to see, it was my friend's dad, so I can share this story. And um, he had, um, very um, sadly, had a stroke. And so, um, and on top of this, he was quite a young chap, he'd actually been blind from an injury quite a few years before, he had no eyes at all. And so um, his daughter said that I could go and... um, visit him they'd like me to go and pray with him and um it it was quite tricky seeing him because literally the only things he could do the massive effect of the stroke was his speech so he could kind of murmur sounds but just not put words together and he'd communicate by writing on the hand um 
But the minute I saw him, the presence of God was with us. It was so precious. And he had worship songs playing on his phone. And it was almost like this golden moment in the middle of a dark day. And I was, like, and I was so grateful that I got to see him. And, and we prayed and we felt God with us. And it was really powerful. Now, um, I'm a neurophysio by trade. And I've kind of checked this out a bit with a couple of my cl- colleagues. That I've stopped doing that now. But um, I used to tr- uh, treat people. Paul had strokes and other neuro events. And the reality is, he, this was over a week past the stroke. In the first 24 hours, he'd had um, the medication with the hope that he'd be much better from that, and it hadn't worked. And so the recovery was expected to be very slow and wasn't promised that he'd get his words back at all. Um, but obviously, especially as he was blind, this really affected him because everything at home was activated by his speech. But we prayed. Came back a week later, he's speaking in full sentences. He hasn't got that limit because of Jesus, because of the name of Jesus. And we want to be honest with it all. His, it's slightly slower, so we're praying for total full recovery. But we just celebrate. We, we, that was God came in and he healed him, and he's continuing to get to full health. Um, but this man can speak, can speak, and I'm, I'm looking forward to him coming and leading worship with us because it's just, it, it was such a privilege. Um, another lady, I think something happens every time we pray, and that's why um, whoever you are, whenever you're praying, you're inviting our almighty God to come and do something. Something happens. So another lady, and this ha- lady did happen to be a Christian. We are praying for those who aren't Christians as well. Um, prayed for healing. Often I see a person on a Wednesday and don't come back, so I, I don't know if she got healed physically. And she didn't seem to in the moment, but um, we prayed. And as I'm praying, I start saying the psalm. And I don't normally pray like that, but I just said the psalm. And at the end of it, she said, oh, can I show you my arm? And she showed me her arm, and there was, uh, the tattoo was the first line of that psalm. And again, isn't our God kind that he was saying to her and to me, I'm in this with you. I love you. I'm for you. And we keep getting that, that God will say something. It's one chap, it was about this golden heart. And it worked out that his, um, wasn't a Christian, but his dad, I just found to say, oh, you've got such a golden heart. And his dad, when he, he was in his 70s, but his dad, when he was a child, said, you're, you're a person with a golden heart. Um, he knew that God loved him. We, we, we love and worship such an amazing kind God. He loves us and he loves the people around us. And he wants us to help in sharing that love to them. Um, but the reality of this term hasn't all been great stories. It's, it's been quite hard at times. And so at the beginning of September, uh, me and James and others of us, our friends, we heard really sad news that a family we knew, um, their young adult son had gone missing. And honestly, we're, we were pretty gutted. It was a very serious situation. And we started praying as a community. And um, we really felt God with us. But we, we were just like, he, he was sounding very, very serious. And very sadly, at the end of that week, we heard the news that he died and his body had been found. Um, and honestly, we were just gutted. And, um, but me and James, we just really see it in the Bible that we're to try and raise the dead. Um, and so it, in the Old Testament, Elijah did it. In the New Testament, Jesus does it and he gets his disciples to do it. And he expects us to try, was, is our thinking on this. And so we offered to the dad, can we come and try and raise him up? Um, we weren't in close relationship with the dad and the family but we knew them well enough and they were really appreciative of our messages at that time and um, and he said I'd love you to do that I want you to come and do that and um, but really sadly we didn't get access to the body they didn't either till literally the day before the funeral and quite a few t- a length of time had passed for that and so we're sitting in this memorial service and I'm gutted and this is when sometimes we're seeing the kingdom come 
And sometimes we're not. And we're like, I didn't want this. This is not the outcome we saw happening here. And I was, we were just like overwhelmed. And to be honest, we weren't that close to this situation compared to but our, the compassion for this family. I just really felt the, the grief and the shock of this for this community. But even in that, towards the end of the service, I just felt this peace that God had this lad and he had this family. And even in the dark times, I think we can often see where God moves and does stuff. He wants to share his love. Um, and again, again, at the time, time again at the hospital, I, I go around and, there's, and it's quite dark sometimes. Um, following this, I had the worst day. By anyone's standard, it was a pretty tough day at, in chaplaincy. And I can't really give the details of it, but again, there were two women on that day who knew Jesus, who I went to see. And the light they shone, even one of them definitely didn't think she was, didn't feel she was a strong Christian, but she did love to pray. And, um, and just the encouragement is that we bring light in dark places, whether we know it or not. And I think half the thing is just getting to believe that we have a light to shine and we have something to shine, even when we don't always feel it. Um, and in our weaknesses, our strength. So um, got lovely friends, love all our guys from Solent here, and one of my friends, Ruth Christie, is really good at, um, even though she's uh, struggling a bit with a condition herself, she did give me permission to share. She's really good at praying for anyone else and um, telling her friends about Jesus. And uh, one such uh, lady, she um, is, was struggling with cancer diagnosis, and so Ruth said, can I pray for you? And then, so she prayed on the phone, and then she got some of us in the background praying. And she showed me the text last night. And time and time again, this girl was just so thankful because every time we prayed, um, the condition got better. The prognosis turned out being much better than expected. The chemo treatments were either didn't, weren't needed or a lot shorter. And God kept making a difference. So much so that the girl's got all clear now and she's back at work. Um, and to the other day, she said to Ruth, I'm praying um, that God will help me know, now know how to pass this on. I want to help my neighbor. Because she'd seen the power of God do something. She'd seen prayer do something. Um, and I don't think she'd call herself a Christian, but she's definitely walking towards him. Um, and some of this, it, there is really intentional living. I don't think many of us get up in the morning and go, yay, let's go and heal the sick. Let's raise the dead. Let's cast out demons. But just by being with Jesus and going through the stuff with Jesus, um, giving him the good stuff, and when it's not going so well, um, he comes and he so gently leads us. And I'm finding that quite a lot at the moment. And we're going to practice praying in a minute. And um, it's all about just learning and leaning into what the Holy Spirit's doing and going with that. And... Um, and leaving the results with him. Um, but yeah, some of it's quite funny. I remember Libby, my 15-year-old, was praying for this old chap at the bus stop. She's 16 now. She was 15 at the time. So, um, and just to say, can I just point out, James and half my family are going to walk out in a minute. Um, but that's not because they've heard me talk quite a long time. It's because Noah's playing football. So can I just state that now? We're not having some argument, and he's like, I've had enough. You're talking for too long. So, um, yeah, just, we're, we're okay. We're doing all right. So, and my mum's also going, but she also loves me and loves to hear the story. So... When the whole crowd walks out, then I might be a bit sad. But anyway, um, the story. So Libby's at the bus stop, bravely offers to offer this old chap, older chap, sorry, older gentleman, um, prayer because he had pain in his leg and he'd come with a limp. At the same time, I'm at the school gate with my friend and I, she's come with a limp and she's got hip pain, so I prayed for her. My friend walked away limping. 
was grateful for the prayer. We try as much as we can, don't we, to show that they're loved. We try and be nice. She felt loved, I think. Libby's old chap then gets up and does this little walk round. And um, no pain, he's totally fine. Totally healed. And then she's got 40 minutes with this older man sitting there very awkwardly when the bus didn't come. But it was quite funny. And I, and I think it was within, it was definitely within the same half hour. Um, but yeah, we get to have a go and we, see, we leave it with Jesus. But we do get to deal with our hearts in this. Um, whether it is that we're a little bit, oh, we've got to go for this again. But we come in our worship, don't we? And um, I did ask Joe and Nigel if I could share this one. Because a few years ago, I was here and I was pregnant with uh, Joseph. And I was heavily pregnant and I was an older mum. And I sat in the third row, I think second row. I do like to sit in the same row. I'm so sorry if anyone else normally sits there. I've taken my place today. And, um, this, and this girl started sharing, and it was Nigel's friend, and she started sharing this awful story but where she'd seen God in it of stillborns and miscarriages. Of stillborn and miscarriages. And it was a real tearing in my heart of feeling, one, she was being incredible, that God does come through in the pain, and totally feeling genuinely honouring her for... The, the way she shared so openly about the pain. And at the same time, I'm really cross because I'm sitting there going, I should have been told. I could have been out in creche today. I don't want to hear these stories where these babies aren't doing so well because I'm about to give birth and I'm trying to keep my head in a good space. So I was being a little bit of a madam in the second row, feeling quite grumpy, feeling mixed feelings because I felt so sorry for this girl as well. And towards the end of the talk, God was just like, Lynn, you need to deal with that. You need to say sorry for your offence and forgive Nigel for not telling you that this was happening. But it was really, I knew it was my stuff. And so I said to Jesus, I'm, I'm really sorry. And I did mean it. And then he said, Lynn, and I, felt, I say all we said, sometimes these things are faint whispers, aren't they? We, we don't get it all right. Um, we very rarely hear audible words from God, but, but we do lean into what we think he might be saying, especially if it's good and kind to people. But anyway, um, he said, go and pray for this girl and, so, um, and for her to have a baby. So at the end of the service, I went and prayed for her. And other people were praying. You never know when it's your prayer, whose prayer doesn't really matter. But 10 months later, Nigel got up and she'd had a healthy baby boy. And in all honesty, I'm just glad that I... I don't know if it was me, but I, I'm glad offence didn't stop me. And time and time again, for me personally, and I think because I'm quite sensitive, so if I can get offended, I seem to quite easily. Um, it was like I, time and time again, God seems to do his most beautiful work when I'm having to give him my offence and my um, lack of belief or my unforgiveness and just say, Jesus. And no one else prayed for me. It was a very gentle little prayer. But he, he does such beautiful things when we just say, take me as I am, Jesus. But lead me in your way of everlasting and I'd say one of the things I've learned with healing, I do really agree with John Wimber, the whole keep trying, keep praying for people and all these different things. But I will quite often say to him, how do I see more of the kingdom, Jesus? And sometimes it is, Lynn, or sometimes for me, it's like, have a rest, you, you need to sleep or something. And other times it's actually, Lynn, you need to get over that offense. You, you need to stop being offended at people. Do you mean, get, get on the higher vision here. There's more to, you've only, we've only got short time here, really, all of us. Let's make the most of these days. Let's be, as talking to my lives yesterday, it was like, let's do what we're here to do. We're here for 
to love Jesus, know him and bring his glory and show his glory to people. And, um, but other times, I, I do try and keep it quite relational, quite chat to Jesus about it. And so other times it will be, the, a couple of weeks ago, he just brought this uh, church to mind where there was a conference the next day. And I, I just assumed I wasn't going because actually I thought it was the next week. And, and I ended up, but it, it just kept coming to mind, kept coming to mind. So I went and hung out there for a day and saw other people praying for healing. Or I'll um, read some stories about testimony. And it, we, we, we're not responsible for the results but we, do, we are responsible for talking to Jesus about it and doing what he tells us to do. And so as much as I can, I, I, I'll listen and, tr- and that might be different things. And so I think even just now, if we can just sit for a moment and say, what would it be, Jesus? What's it for me this morning to see more of your kingdom? And I, I just pray that before we then go on the practical stuff. So Jesus, what is it in our hearts? What is it that we need to do to see more of your kingdom? To see the healings and the miraculous we long to see. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, yeah, and just, just take note of that. Time and time, it's sometimes different for different people. Um, and often it is. Uh, many times I've had just keep going. And it's often then that we test Joe or Paul and Katie or one of you guys who we really love. We'll call and go, we need you to help us stand. We're to do this stuff together and, um, and prayer, whether you're praying for your other person, your friend in your life to see the kingdom, or whether you yourself are going for it. Um, so, so grateful for friends where we are praying for a girl at the moment and a few of us in the background are praying for her treatments to go well. And, and we see them get better. And it, it, there's something about we do this stuff together. And, um, and there's real power in that. And so, again, just thank you to all those intercessors out there. Um, but James pointed out quite an important part uh, that we need to acknowledge is that we, this is just part of the greatest commandment, that we love the Lord our God with all our hearts, with all our souls, and with all our minds. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And so we're going to have a go at this. Um, but just... I, I'm regularly asking for God's heart compassion, especially in the chaplaincy. At times it can feel a bit overwhelming. But God, give us a heart for the people in front of us. And the whole idea and the heart of it is that they would feel so loved by a heavenly Father. We know we're loved. They feel they're loved. And it's, God's able to express his love to them. But it's just important, especially with healing, because it's so easy for people to go, oh, I've done something wrong, that's why I'm not healed. And it's like, no. Never is it on the person. We never, it's, we just give it to Jesus and well done for getting prayed for. That, that's the posture we take on this. Um, so we want to make it practical. So um, we are all learning today. And so um, we'd, I hope this is all right. I know it's a bit out there, but we'd love it if someone had, uh, well, we don't want someone to have a physical problem, but we would like to practice and talk through the five-step healing model practically watching someone so if someone's got something I'm going to need someone to be a bit brave uh yep great come up that'd be good thank you um can I have a couple of our guys looking pointedly at my daughter she's <laughs> there's nowhere to go uh yeah Ruth do you want to Ruth do you want to come as well so um we're just going to go through the five-step healing model and then we are going to have a chance to have a go so hi lovely to meet you so girls do you want to come up as well so this may get a bit messy so stay with us but we're going to try and say a point and then demonstrate it as best we can so hi shall I just I'll I'll do the talking bit because it's going to get muddly but well done thank you girls so uh what's your name sorry I feel like I'm on a game show good morning everybody uh my name's Tim 
and I've got arthritis. Um, handsome 53-year-old man walking like an octogenarian. And I know God can, and I'd love him to. So the first question is, um, he's, he's gone ahead. This is great. We've got, Paul, Paul did warn me, keep hold of the microphone. <laughs> but no, it's all good. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. It's all good. So uh, well, thank you. Uh, what can we pray for? So we're praying for arthritis. So we want specifics. We want to see if it changes in this moment. So is there some objective markers? Is there something that we're going to, like, can your arms only move so far? Have you got pain? What it... I've got, full, I've got full movement, but when I'm still, I seize up. So, like, if I've been on a car journey or once I've been standing for a little while, it's going to be awful moving again. So I, I like seize up like the Tin Man in The Wizard of Oz. So in this moment, are we going to see if God, like, if something changes? Yeah, I'd love to. My hips will stop hurting standing up. So at the moment, have you got pain in your hips? Yeah. Um, on a scale of 0 to 10, 0 no pain, 10 the worst pain you've ever had. Where are we at? I'm going uh, six at the moment. Okay. It sounds terrible because I'm like, oh, good, but I don't mean that. No, We're no, very no. sad that you've got pain. But, but the longer I'm still, it will go up. Fine. I'm, the compassion levels, I'm really trying to show God healing. And at the same time, I'm really sad that you've got arthritis. So we do want that to go. Um, so that's number one. What are we praying for? You, this is all modeled on what we see in the Bible. So um, Jesus with, say, Bartimaeus, who was a blind man, very obviously blind, I think. And he said, what, can, um, what do you want God to do for you? And it's good to get someone to say, I want you to do this. Now, number steps two and three often muddle in together, I find personally. And the question is basically asking, is there a cause to this? And it's acknowledging that there's sometimes something behind, um, say, if someone's got a physical pain or an illness, that there may be some causes to that. Um, but if I'm really honest, when I'm out there praying, say, at the school gate or something, it's, it's very quick, this. It's, oh, you've got pain, can I pray for you? Um, and often I will get praying quite quickly because I want to be all the time just leaning on the Holy Spirit and going, what are you saying? What are you doing? So um, while I talk through this one, I don't know if you guys want to jump to number three and so be asking, can we pray for you? Can we put hands on where it's painful? And yeah, cool. Yeah. So um, we just... Cool, sorry. Um, and then, um, so they're just going to be saying, come Holy Spirit. And um, it's a very interactive process with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to go talk a little bit about number step number two, but like I say, two and three come together. And so if, say, um, so if you guys just want to start praying and we'll, um, we'll keep talking. So number two, if it was, say, physical and someone says, I've got a pain in my knee, you could easily say, oh, how did it happen? And if they've, say, fallen off their bike someone went into them, then at some point in the prayer, it may be very relevant for them to forgive that person. Um, forgiveness does seem to be quite a key thing sometimes, and we're just looking for something that will unlock the healing. And so um, that is something to be aware of. There can be emotional causes. I, I know I've had this in my own life, that I had, uh, was in a very difficult relationship and um, my white blood cell count went very low and actually someone had a word at the time about self-hatred and I needed the pain and the emotion to be prayed into and then my, actually my white blood cell count, I was getting it, the blood test taken at the time, went up. And, um, but it, it needed the emotional um, pain addressed first. Um, or it can be spiritual um, and it's really important we help people get free. So it may be that they've got um, 
say if someone's talking a lot of fear or you're just praying, you just feel there's a spiritual element to this, we can bind it in the name of Jesus and tell any spirit to go. Um, And if pain starts moving around, say if it's on the knee and it goes to the shoulder or something like that, while you're praying, then again, it's probably spiritual. We need to say stop and tell it to go. Um, So just while the girls are praying, um, are you feeling if there's any cause to this or anything you feel God's saying? Any of you, to be fair, that you don't, don't have to. I just got a word that um, Tim was running through this field almost like with the wellness of a child with absolutely no pain and total energy, like his joints have been renewed. So we prayed that over him. Amazing. I do know the cause. cause. Uh, It's it's stress. Um, I've been unemployed for a long time. And we've been, my gorgeous wife and I have been holding on to a dream for, for 30 years now for God's breakthrough and for him to use me and the gifts that he's given me. And uh, we think we're on the cusp and just don't know if this is just a final little test for us to hold firm and not give up. So it's a stress thing. Thank you so much for your honesty. I just, to be honest, when I'm saying 20 years, I think some of the things me and James have held on to, it's probably closer to 13. So can we just bless that and all of us in the room be praying for the pain to go and we'll pray that we're all on team now it's going to be awesome when it comes when breakthrough comes it's going to be insane yeah let's pray yeah god come yeah we come holy spirit yeah we declare breakthrough in the name of jesus let it break open in the name of jesus more of you more of you. Yeah, and we ask for the physical healing with this in the name of Jesus. Renew those joints like Libby was saying. Let him be able to run without pain. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. And all the time, it's quite an interactive process. So for us, we're to be watching, seeing what the Holy Spirit's doing. Um, there's obvious signs of the Holy Spirit coming close. Sometimes we can go red. Sometimes our eyelids can flash. Sometimes just the emotion, just the Spirit of God on us. So God, we ask you come and move and do something dramatic here, that you, you make the change. You cause that release. You almost call that, that where there's a spiritual baby, let it be born today. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let the waiting be over. Come. Come. So God loves to come. He loves to do stuff. And it is with genuine thanks that you're the vulnerability here, it, but we're all to be praying. It's just thank you. More of you, God. And so we're watching, we're keeping eyes open, we're seeing what the Holy Spirit seems to be doing as well as what he's saying. Sometimes if you get heat on your hands, you're probably the person who needs to put your hand where it's hurting. Um, Or sometimes I'll get such compassion for someone that it's me that I just, I I know I'm feeling the heart of God. And it's probably, if you're in a group, you're the one to pray because you're feeling the heart of God for that person. You, You get that expression. And then somewhere along the line, number four is you actually just check what's happening. Um, So if that's okay, I'm just going to check. Yeah, oh, Jesus is beautiful. <laughs> um, in terms of physicality and everything, it's just the same. But it's, I know it's just beautiful. Thank you for your prayers. 
So God, we ask for more. We say increase. We pray for the shoulders to be healed. And if you can, just put my hand near your hip. We just pray for total healing in your hips as well. In the name of Jesus, just loosen them, set them free. And as we're praying, it's almost like the, the heat goes up a little bit. You just see the hand shaking. The Holy Spirit's here, and we say more. Do more. But in the Bible, like Jesus was praying for a blind man, and he, he said, what do you see? And the blind man was being healed. He could see men like trees moving around. But we get to check it out. And then often we get to pray again. Either something's happening and we pray, something's not happening, we pray, something's got worse, we pray. If you can, pray again. And then the heart is that we, um, at some point, the girl's going to keep praying for the moment, we're going to, uh, you finish the prayer, but the heart is we finish well. That this person knows they are loved by God, they know that they can come for prayer. And sometimes it does take a little while, I think we're quite quick, so it'd be good to keep praying here because we want to see the change. We want to see physical change as well as that breakthrough in their lives. Um, but for the sake of what's happening in the room, I'm going to move on, but um, just increase your presence, Holy Spirit. A healing power come. A healing power come. In Jesus' name. Um, if it's all right, if we transition into ministry, are going to keep, do you want to keep receiving or do you feel. Okay. Okay, you keep receiving, that's wonderful. Um, if it's okay, I've given heads up to some of our Solent guys. We're going to move into praying for healing and for anything else for ministry. Have you got any words or pictures, guys, that you feel to share? No pressure if not. Um, no, that's fine. Um, we did get a word in the uh, prayer meeting about lower back pain. Um, can I just ch check how you're doing? Sorry. Uh, yeah, no change. I won't be flick-flacking off here. But thank you for praying. And It'd be good to keep praying as well in a minute. We just, yeah. I think sometimes we, we need to saturate it. We need to go for more. But thank you so much. I'll be back. Yes. We love that. Do come up. So, um, yeah, it's definitely there was a word for low back pain. And, um, yeah, we want to have a go. Paul, do you want to help me up here as well? There were some other words just coming through of those promises fulfilled. And um, I know it's a really sensitive one, but even the baby one, I, I just if there is someone who would like us to pray for that, it just feels like there's some maybe spiritual babies or maybe physical babies to be born, and um, we'd love to pray for that. Yeah. Um, so if anyone wants prayer for healing we would love you to stand up and um, we want to see God's kingdom come and do stuff so if you could stand where you are if you could stand up that would be great for any healing at all whether it's pain now or you know that you physically need a change in your body um, for healing